from the capital of Raider Nation, Las Vegas, Nevada. It's Silver and Black Today, your daily dose of all things Las Vegas Raiders football. News, views, guests, and your phone calls are all part of the game plan. There's only one nation, and it listens here. Now your host, Scott Colbranson. Strike, claim it, a strike to claim it, and he got it! Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> I love it. Demond Cotton bringing us in again with some funnies. Scott Rancid here. Silver and Black today, our final hour on the air here on Raider Nation Radio. Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for the great call. We've had so many callers today. And it really does warm my heart to to hear the feedback and uh, that you've enjoyed the show. Uh, that's what it's all about, and and we appreciate it. Without you guys, it wouldn't be nearly as much fun as it is. And again, thanks to Dr. Jen, Dr. Andy for calling in as well. Also, want to give a shout out to my my two longest time supporters from an advertising perspective as well. Going back to when they first advertised on our website. And then when we got onto the radio on a different station, that, of course, is my good friend and just a great guy. That is Tommy White over at the Laborers Local 872. Uh, when I painted the vision of what I was trying to do with him, seeing him all the events from the, the early days of the, the county commission meetings around the construction of the stadium, the stadium committee meetings, all that stuff. Tommy was always willing to talk to me and give me um, information as far as what they were doing. Doing, what was going on with the project, how they would do it. Uh, and then he came on board as an advertiser and he stayed an advertiser through the entirety of this show. So thank you to him and the men and women of the local 872 who built uh, not only Allegiant Stadium, but also the Raiders headquarters in Henderson. So thank you to Tommy. And then of course, my good friend, uh, and that is attorney Michael Troiano. He's a criminal defense attorney here, TrianoVegasLaw.com. Michael, also one of my earliest supporters and, and a guest here, he would come on and talk about our NFL police blotter and anytime there was any uh, criminal type issues with NFL players, uh, and he would come on and give his, his expertise. He's one of the best in the business, whether it's a simple DUI or something more serious. So if you need that here in Las Vegas, reach out to Michael. But thank you to Michael. Thank you to Tommy. Thank you to Eddie over at the local 872 as well. Those guys, amazing, and I will forever be grateful uh, to them for their support of Silver and Black today. So here we are. We're rolling on. 702-365-9200 is the number. And, Damon, um, this this whole Russell Wilson thing, you know, we talked about it last hour with people getting upset because they look at it as a slight for Derek Carr. And I have to say this. If I'm Derek Carr, because um, Pritch and Clay asked me about that this morning, you know, how does Derek Carr feel about this? And and I said, well, you know, hey, listen, he's he, he's, a, he's a professional athlete. He's making a ton of money. He probably doesn't care that much. But then I kind of started to think about it through the course of the day. And if I'm Derek Carr, you know, he talked last year, this past season, about wanting to, to get respect for him and his teammates. It wasn't just about him. It was about his entire team. But if you're Derek Carr, every offseason you go into now, you're hearing things like this. Um, do you think that that's just part of the game and, 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 and such? Or do you think for him it's a little bit unfair? And, and is that a reason? It's not the only reason, clearly. But is that a reason why if the Raiders were to work on an extension for him, that maybe some of that would be quieted? 
I have a lot to prove to myself. I have a lot to prove to, to my organization. I'm, I'm being completely honest here. I'm tired of being disrespected. So uh, there was no question I was going to play this year. All right, I just wanted to play that because that's yeah. him talking about being disrespected. But it goes back to even last offseason where it's like, oh, the Las Vegas Review-Journal they had in the paper, Tom Brady. And he's like, and Derek Carr came out and said, that was the first day I moved to town. First thing I see on the paper is Tom Brady going to be here. So I do think that the disrespect gets to him a little bit. Where it, not so much, oh, he's going to go home and cry about it, but it is just, it's disrespectful. And, you mm-hmm. know, and it's, it's, so it's just like one of those things like, I've got to come out here and prove myself and prove myself. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Five Heartbeats, a good movie from the 90s yes. blah 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 but it's like the guy where it's like the guy he's sitting he's like every night I gotta fight to prove my love and like every <laughs> every game Derek Carr's gotta prove that he should be the starting quarterback for the Raiders and it's just it's not that it's unfair to him because every time that a name is brought up it is a quarterback that is better but I don't think that he should let it get to him he, although that the quarterbacks that are mentioned that oh they would be they would have interest in the Raiders maybe possibly they are yeah. quarterbacks that are just a notch above him no, but here's the thing too, because you know I've talked about Derek Carr and 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 his play and all of that, and and the one thing I will tell you is that to to a person you never find anybody who 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 talks badly about Derek Carr the man, right? I mean, here's the guy. There's some people who don't like him for the for what they perceive him to be, which I don't think is fair. I mean, he's a family guy. I share that with him, so his values seem to be in line with mine when it comes to family and stuff like that. He's got a very strong faith. And let's face it, whether you agree or not, in today's world, you know, if you're very public about your faith, some people look down on it. I don't know why. If it's not hurting you and it's not doing anything uh, against you, then then why would you hurt it? They try to link him politically to one side where, where he's never said anything politically. So I think there's some dislike for him because of a perception around what he may believe, which to me is, is, is kind of wacky. But if I was him, yeah, I would be pissed off that, look, every freaking offseason, I mean, what do I got to do? And my answer, if, if I was sitting in front of Derek Carr and and he's not he's not somebody who's very accessible to us in the media. And so so if I were able to sit across from him, I would say, listen, I totally get it as a human being like I to, to be questioned constantly on whether or not you're the guy that's going to lead this team. That's got to get old. I mean, it would get old. I don't care if you're a radio host, if you're uh, the local dog catcher, it doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> but if if somebody is constantly questioning you and talking about who's going to replace you, it gets old. In this case, though, I really do believe if the Raiders had some success, meaning they get to the playoffs, they win a game, they show that, hey, they're, 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 they're back. I think most of that, not all of it, because listen, there's people in this world who will be miserable and hate everything no matter what happens, okay? But I think for most people, and, and fans can call in and tell me at 702 365 9,200 if they agree. But um, I think if they won, I think a majority of it might go away because then if Derek Carr wins, what could you possibly find? And and again, I've not seen the Raiders or, or Gruden or Mayock say anything that would make you believe, honestly, unless you have a, a, a precondition that you want to get rid of them in the first place, that would say that they're going to move on from them. Right. So so I don't understand why it's, it's so negative. It's the disease of more. People just want more no matter what it is. Yeah. No, it's that's like, true. oh, it's that's- a top 10 quarterback. Well, maybe we'd win a Super Bowl if we had a top five quarterback or the <laughs> best quarterback where yeah. it's always it's more, more, more. Right. And, you know, there's styles of quarterbacks. You know, some listen, if you called in and told me today, listen, I don't like Derek Carr because 
he's a good quarterback, but I rather have a quarterback that's more mobile that uses his legs more. Okay, fine. Then what you're saying is Derek Carr's a good quarterback, but you rather have a different style. Okay, I can I can understand that, and and I get it. But I, it's just hard for me, and I, I keep trying to, and, and maybe one of you out there can articulate it better because um, I get it. He hasn't won any playoff games, right? But, but I don't know where this strong dislike comes from because Derek Carr doesn't run the organization. I mean, he doesn't. So I, I, I just have never been a guy who was uh, just an absolute blown away by Derek Carr as, as a quarterback. He's definitely a top 10 quarterback based on statistics, right? But I don't think he's also a bad quarterback. I don't understand why it's so polarizing. And I've had some people explain it to me, but I'm still looking to understand why there's such a heavy reaction to it. Because I get it. The Raiders need a defense. That's number one priority. But if you can get a Hall of Fame quarterback, why wouldn't you even talk about it? Like, it's not, again, it's nothing against Derek Carr. It, but 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 he's going to take it personal, I'm sure, because he's like, what do I got to do? And I think the answer is you got to win. All right, we're going out to our good man, Fabian. Fabian, you're on with Scott and Damon here on Silver and Black today. Hey, Scott, how you doing? Good, brother. How you doing? Well, you know, I just had my uh, second shot on Monday, and I thought I got over that little thing, and uh, no, no complaints. Um, sad to see, uh, hopefully not the ending, but just a pause, so to speak. Yeah, there uh, you like go. Some of the other guys have said, we'd love to have you back on every day, but, you know, uh, going back to old school, doing Facebook and doing it that way was kind of fun. I can't, it's hard to believe it. I think I've been listening to you guys for over two years, I think. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, no. Yeah, we've been on the air for three seasons. You know, the one season here at Raider Nation Radio when it launched, and then two uh, at CBS Sports Radio here in Las Vegas as well. Yeah, because I remember hearing about it, and it's like, huh. So when I used to go to the games up in Oakland, when I did my walk around the Coliseum, I would listen to you guys as I'm doing my walk. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Before, yeah, before the – plus it also gave the time for the food to cook on the grill, so – <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, you know, a lot of guys have said it. I, I always feel like I'm echoing it, you know, either when I keep saying uh, deaf defense, you know, car, car has the skills, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, a lot of guys have said it with respect to you. You're a professional. You've done one heck of a job. You've had a good team around you. Sounds like you have a wonderful family. And uh, wish you all the best. And like I said, hey, come uh, come March when I come down for my tour, uh, we got to hook up and uh, I owe you a drink at least. Oh yeah, absolutely. I owe you a drink, man. You've you've been a great caller and and a great supporter of the show. Like you said since the beginning, uh, both uh, online with the videos as well. So thank you so much, Fabian. I'm sure we'll see you back on YouTube here pretty soon and and via the podcast. And I'm going to start when when we get the podcast back up and running. Um, I'm going to do some segments with fans too, and and do some longer segments. So you'll definitely be part of that. That'd be cool. Yes, I can. And uh, just want to give a big shout out to Dr. Jen. Uh, loving my. Uh a mixed box that uh, you guys just sent me. So uh, no, no issues. I'm giving her plugs all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I love it. All right. There you go, Fabian. Thanks, man, for calling. I appreciate you so much. All right. Now we're going out to some loose cannon named Evan in Buffalo. Evan, what's going First on, time, man? Long time here. First time, long time here. 
Of course, this is Evan Groth, the host of the Just Pod Baby podcast, which is part of our Silver and Black Today media group. And he's also been my co-host on Thursdays here on the show. Yeah, and I'm not calling in to talk about Derek Carr and whether or not he's going to get traded either. I, I gotta, I want to um, just kind of, you know, echo all the other sentiments that have been put out there today. I just wanted to kind of personally call in to thank you for, you know, allowing me to be a part of the team at Silver and Black today, and you know, giving my podcast a home with you and your media library, and also. I can't thank you enough for allowing me to be a part of the radio station, the radio team at, at Raider Nation Radio. I mean, I was, I'm was i a kid, I'm a guy who, you know, as a kid grew up a Raider fan, and, and the fact that I was able to get on there with you and talk to the greatest fan base in, in the NFL and be on the flagship station, I mean, I still can't believe that I had that opportunity, and it's been a dream come true for me, and it's all been because of you, so I, I can't thank you enough for that. Oh well, I appreciate that. I think you're uh, you're you're underestimating your own ability too. And and the funny thing about Evan and I, how Evan and I kind of got connected was uh, when the Raiders were on um, Hard Knocks, uh, the last episode of Hard Knocks. Um, you know, I get this call from HBO, and they ask right. if they can use a, a part of our our show uh, when we we're on the other station. Can can we use the audio? We want to put it in the show. And I said sure. And so Evan was also in that show as well. So we were on Hard Knocks. The audio of us was on Hard Knocks. And then Evan reached out to me, and I was on his podcast. Uh, and it's been a pleasure. Evan does a great, great podcast. And, and there's a lot of great podcasters out there, and I think they all add something different. And Evan uh, really takes a professional approach, which is why he was so good on the radio too. So, man, I, I look forward to continuing with Just Pod Baby and then getting you on the video. We had fun with video last week, and I know we'll do some more again. And uh, thanks again for the kind words, and thanks for all your hard work. Yeah, and I know that you've got a long list of people that want to meet up with you eventually. I know we've never actually met in person, but I can consider you a friend, and, and you can add me to that list. I hope I can get out there this fall for a game, and you know, I'd like to get a, a beer with you. Absolutely, man. You you know that's happening. You got <laughs> it. Evan Grow, Just Pod Baby uh, up in Buffalo. Thanks, my man. And uh, make sure you catch his podcast. Go subscribe to it for sure. All right. We're going out to Jerome now. And I love this. Jerome's got why Carr should not be the Raiders quarterback. All right, Jerome, give it to us, buddy. Okay. First of all, uh, I've been a Raiders fan since 1970, 71. Nice. And I lived in Miami at the time. And 71 was the Dolphins. Everybody loved them. Number one forever, whatever. Undefeated season the next year. Anyway, I still became a Raiders fan then. When inaccurate reception, I call it, you know, with Franco Harris, you know, and lost to other calls. Anyway, today, Derek Carr, he cannot hit a long pass on the left-hand side of the, of the it's always overthrown, out of bounds, or underthrown and intercepted. Including that thing with Kansas City, that they had that last play and they intercepted it. If he from that ball like 10, 15 yards further, the man would be right underneath it. It might have been a 50-50 ball at most. But I think we would have had it and maybe even a touchdown. And that's what's wrong with Trevor Carr in, in that respect. Another one is he never knows how to finish off halves or games. He's always getting rid of the ball, and he'll try his hardest to get rid of it. If he scored it with two minutes left, then, then try and waste more time so they have no time left on the clock. That's almost every play, every game. The only time we get lucky and we get that last play, we can win. 
Because the other thing is, I've been watching it 50 years now. The referees, every time the Raiders score, the other team asks carte blanche to do whatever they want, as far as penalties go, to try and score and catch the game up. That's why I think that looks so damn bad. Anyway, uh, the other thing is that uh, Derek Carr, he, he always looks to the left. He can't hit the left. Up to the right, a lot of times, if he runs it, a little swing pass, anything, um, misdirection to the right, there's nobody out there hurry ever. He, he never looks the whole field over. He always looks to one look, and, and he has his mindset, and he's going to do whatever he thinks he's going to do. I'm not sure if he figured it out or if Gruden told him to do that or what, but it doesn't look, it doesn't look like it's Gruden. It looks like it's him. Well, there you go. Jerome lays out his case. Jerome, man, as always, thank you for the call. We appreciate you listening. Uh, and he, he's, not, he's not a fan of the way Derek Carr throws the ball, his vision. Um, I don't necessarily agree with all of it, but we certainly appreciate you calling in, man. And, and a longtime Raider fan since the early 70s growing up in Miami, that's, that's, uh, that's pretty remarkable. But uh, we appreciate it. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we got callers. We got my man Wally up first when we come back from this break. You're on with Scott and Demond here on Silver and Black Today, only on Raider Nation Radio. The autumn wind is a Raider, and when it blows, it comes from the Las Vegas desert. Back to Silver and Black Today, here on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Oh, Demond. <laughs> You're back here, silver and black today. Damon with the, the theme music coming back in from each break is cracking me up. I love it. Uh, you're on Silver and Black today here, our final episode on Raider Nation Radio. Thanks for being with us. Uh, and as always, we're powered by Sam and Ash, the injury attorneys. Check them out at samandashlaw.com because you deserve what's right. And Damon, I have to tell you, back when we were on Sunday mornings, we would go from 8 to 10 on Sunday mornings, which I kind of like because you were kind of pregame before the NFL game started. And if the Raiders played at 10, you know, we weren't associated with the, the team officially there like we have been on Raider Nation Radio. But I always liked it because we had we had we got to talk about the game coming up and it was it was pregame. And then you got off the air and everybody's watching football. But in the mornings, you know, it's Sunday morning. I mean, what time do you get up on Sunday mornings, Damon? I know you're a workout fanatic, but what time do you get up? Actually, I'm up at like 7 a.m. Oh, are you? Okay. So I, 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 my bad example with your age, I thought you'd sleep in a little bit, but, um, because you're a professional wrestler, you're probably out practicing, but nonetheless, the, uh, we didn't get a ton of callers. We would get callers, but not a lot like we do on here on Raider nation radio. Obviously it'd be between two and four o'clock in the afternoon. But one of the first guys that would, that called in, uh, was this guy Wally, who's call, who's now on the line with us? Wally was one of our first callers, maybe the first caller, one of our most loyal listeners. He would tell us when we had bad shows. He 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 never had a filter, and that's what I loved about him. He came out and saw us at some remote broadcasts uh, and everything. And so now Wally's on the phone. Wally, what is going on, my man? Dude, sorry, man. I was at work hard, working till uh, three. I didn't get the chance to hear the first hour. So I'm driving home, and I actually had to pull over to call in. Um, I actually have a job, unlike most of these idiots like Jerome that are anti-car guys. <laughs> Ask these guys, how many Super Bowls is the best quarterback in football one? Rodgers. Yeah, that would be one, okay? Yeah. So yeah. tell them to shut the hell up. Now, let's get the important stuff. What's going on with the show? 
Well, we um, I announced last week that um, I'm stepping away from the show and uh, have a couple health things I got to take care of. And as you know, this is not my full time job, so uh, it's it's been it's the rigors of doing a daily show uh, have taken its toll a little bit on me. So I got to take care of that stuff. So I'm going to step away. We'll still be doing a podcast. We'll still be doing live videos, uh, and I would love to eventually come back to the air at some point. Uh, so we'll see how that all works out. But that was basically the gist of the announcement. Okay. Well, shoot me an email if you want to explain it a little bit better. Sure. But man, Absolutely, that's a real man. bummer, dude. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be around though. And and I know you yeah. will be too, because uh, you're the man and uh, we, we love having you part of this. And, and thank you so much, man, for your support they, uh, through, through all I've these years. I've been there years. since Chaz and the skateboard and the wet blanket. <laughs> They'll be on too. They're going to be involved as we go forward as well, since it won't yeah. be daily. Well, they could never do the daily a, show just because of the time. morning show again. <laughs> there you go. You never know, man. You never right. know. We'll see what happens. But I got to take care of me for a little while. And then once that gets all straightened out, hopefully we can get back to kicking some butt. Hey, get well, brother. I appreciate it, Wally. There you go, Wally, our first caller. See, I told you, Damon. He, he tells it like it is. All right. You know what? He brought up something because well, you brought it up as well, since he was like, you just like the original OG caller. You know, since you've had this for a couple of years now, from the old station until today, who's like been your favorite caller or contributor to the show? Or maybe the one that wow. just, you know, that, you know, I'll, I'll say it like who's who sticks out the most to you? Maybe not the favorite, but who sticks out the most? You know, I, God, it's so hard because we have such great call. And that's the one thing because you listen to a lot of talk radio including some of the stations at Lotus that we have. And, and you hear some of these calls and you're like, wow, what the hell is that? Um, so, so for me, it's always been, I'm, I'm, it, it's remarkable to me how much these callers know about the Raiders, how much they know about football, right? Now, some of them have opinions I don't agree with. I mean, it's, it's hard not to pick kind of who, who's the one that sticks out the most because sometimes he could be outrageous and sometimes he would, he'd piss Q off and that's Gangster Raider, right? Um, but, you know, you just heard from Fabian and you heard from Ruben. I mean, all these callers, Bourbon Raider, Jay, and of course, Wendy and Rich, all these folks are, are so good. And so... Not any of them better than each than each other, but I do think yes, of that not. Of course for not. me, Gangster Raider was always an adventure because, man, you know, <laughs> if Gangster Raider and now watch, he'll call back. I bet you he calls a second time. Um, Gangster Raider would sometimes come on and he would just lay it down. And I didn't always agree with it. And sometimes sometimes I would I would get upset because he would make an, a, a point that I didn't agree with. But I also believe that I believe truly in the freedom of speech, right? So if somebody comes on the air, as long as they don't curse, they got the right to say what they want. I might disagree with it. I might refute what they say. Uh, and you might hate what he says. But to me, I always appreciate that because, you know, you can you can tell, I think, from a lot with the callers, Damon, that you could tell a lot of people they're just true to themselves. And that's the one thing I've learned in, in the four years that I've been, I've been covering Raider Nation now having been new to it and having been, you know, when I was a young guy going back 30 years and I was, I was the charger fan wearing the charger Jersey and all that is, you know, I made fun of Raider fans like everybody else. I'm not afraid to admit that. Um, but, but I realized when I started covering the team, how misunderstood they have been and how accepting and how, how diverse they are, uh, and that they come as they are. And that is so cool because as I grow older, the one thing I'll tell you is that the times I've gotten in trouble in my life as far as with friendships or whatever has been when I wasn't being true to myself. I was trying to be something else, 
right? And maybe even younger in my life lied about stuff because I wanted to be liked or whatever it may be. And so when I hear Raider Nation and they come on and they're who they are, I just love that. I just love that. I, and, and I think that you hear that in all the callers here, not only on our show, Damon, but you hear it on Vinny's show. You hear it on a JT's show, of course, and JT's been doing it for so many years. And then on Pritch and Clay in the mornings too, you know, and, and we all have callers, like I said earlier in the show, that call specific calls uh, or specific shows, excuse me. Some of them call everybody. They call all the shows. They're participating all throughout the discussion and others kind of like to call into their one show. And so to me, um, that's great. And, you know, we've never had to dump callers that have cursed or any of that stuff. So, you know, Raider Nation gets this reputation around the league as being, you know, this, this unruly bunch and man, I've just never experienced that. Now, I'm not saying there isn't bad Raider fans, because I'm sure there are. There's bad groups of people from every walk of life. But I've never experienced that. And so to me, uh, you know, I, I look at that and I just think, wow, you know, so much misunderstood there about what Raider fans are about, what they do. But the one thing I'll tell you about all the callers that I've interacted with here is that they are themselves. And that's a credit to them. And, and I wouldn't have any difference. So I hope that answers the question. But yeah, I'm going to take Gator, Gangster Raider as the answer, and obviously you love everyone who called in and contributed to the show. I will say this about the show. Where I'd say JT had the reverence of people wanting to call in and just talk to him like, oh, JT's like, you know, the guy, the big name. But this show here, it felt like the fan show where people were calling in because they felt like, you know, they were friends. Obviously, you heard the callers. This is like they felt like they were friends with you and Q or just like, ah, man, like just like two pals talking. And then the, it's just like that camaraderie that I think you built up with the audience. Oh, I appreciate that. And that's what I, that's what I've always said is the shows on Raider Nation Radio, and I hope this continues with, you know, whoever they fill the spot with. Um, dun, 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 are, I've got news. Oh, you do? It, I'm kidding. It's not. I was going to say it's me, but like, <laughs> you know. It's Cotton. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but the, the thing I've always said about Raider Nation Radio, Demond, is the fact that you start in the morning, you have Clay, who's the consummate local Las Vegas institution. He's been a pro here, a pro's pro on sports radio in Las Vegas for a long time, in the morning especially. And then you had Pritch, the NFL player, right? Um, so they had that dynamic. Then you had JT, and JT's, JT, JT's a brand in, his, in, in himself. He's been doing this so long. He's a legend in the world of broadcasting, in the world of sports broadcasting, and in Raider Nation. And then you had us, like you said, I think that's an app, app description. And then you have Vinny, who's one of the top NFL writers in the country uh, and, and, and brings that insight, that kind of insider insight that we don't have. And that's cool. I never tried to develop that because that wasn't my, my skill set. That wasn't my, um, I think, contribution to the, to, the, to the media landscape, you know? And so that's what was great about it because you could li- – and I think that's why people – and you heard Ruben talk about it earlier. People listen all day because they get, they get – they get all those shows, they get four shows and they were all different. Even if they were talking about the same subject matter, we talked about them in different ways. And I think that's a, that's a credit to everybody involved, the talent of the people involved. And of course, Lotus Broadcasting uh, and the Raiders uh, setting it up the way they did. So it's very cool. Speaking of Vinny, is Vinny on the air now? Are you there, Vinny? No, he's not there yet. We'll get him on. Uh, but Vinny's going to join me too for a little bit here. No, Let's, no, no, you know no, what? He's here. He's here. Hey, Vinny. Hey guys, how you doing? Oh, there he is. Hey, hey, man, I was just complimenting you. 
Oh, well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And uh, right back at you. Uh, but no, thanks for joining us. Because so, Vinny's coming up next with In the Huddle, Vinny Bonsignor, Lincoln Kennedy from four to six, which you can catch every day. Vinny's also, of course, if you've not listened to the show before, uh, he is the beat writer for the Raiders at the Las Vegas Review Journal. But Vinny, you know, I've obviously been reminiscing a lot today. We've got a lot of callers and it's been it's been really cool. Um, but I'll tell you, you know, going back to when I started the show over at the different station, I, I connected with Vinny early. I had him on as a guest, and then we ended up having uh, he ended up being a contributor on the show. This is be, this is when he was still covering the Rams, um, because I was really looking for someone who knew the league really well, who could talk about not only the Raiders but could talk about the NFL. And Vinny's that guy, and so it was really, I mean, it was a huge moment for me, Vinny, because you know you were. And I think you're you're one of the most accessible people there is in, in in NFL media, and you came on with us and really brought something to that. You also had radio experience, which made it easy because you knew how to do it. Um, and I never, I mean, back then, just thinking about that, and then all of a sudden, you make the announcement that you're coming to Las Vegas and you're going to be at the RJ, and then the next thing you know, you're doing a show on Raider Nation Radio. It's it's been crazy how that's happened, and I and I want to thank you publicly uh, for for not only. Contributing contributing and, and helping with the show when you did back then, but also for being just a great colleague and, and, and lending advice uh, for someone who hadn't covered the NFL before. And so you, you always, you know, were there to say, hey, you know, here's some advice or here's something that you should know or something. And that to me has been so great, so valuable. And I just wanted to thank you for it publicly. Well, and, uh, and, and likewise, um, you know, uh, for, for having me on your show back in the day, uh, that was always, that was always fun. I can, I, I was, as you were talking about that, I, I can remember sometimes where I, like, I remember one time it was a, we were driving in a snowstorm and one of my <laughs> colleagues, it was in Denver, the Rams were in Denver and there was like this crazy snowstorm it, it, like in early October too, that was the whole thing. It just came, I never, you know, it just and and we're trying to navigate driving around to the game, and we were on with you, uh, you know, for your for your Raiders show, or I was on with, with you for the Raiders show, trying to keep one eye, and I was like, I was the passenger, but trying to keep one eye on the uh, on the road <laughs> to make sure uh, Rich didn't, you know, crash and cream off the road, and paying attention, you know, uh, as, as we were talking about, you know, the Raiders and that and, and that week's games and stuff. So those are good times, and I appreciate. You know, you allow me to be on that show, and uh, and you've earned everything that that you've gotten. And uh, I do know that this this is not any kind of a goodbye or anything like that. Nah. Um, and and you'll be back, uh, so we all know that. And uh, can't wait for that to happen. And um, you know, look forward to everything that we'll be doing in the interim uh, until that does happen. Well, no, and, and I appreciate that. And I think too that that's the one thing you know that we that we do, especially for someone like you who's covered the league for so long. Is that that you know for someone like me, especially on the radio side, because there, it's a different rigorous process when you're a print reporter and you're covering the day to day beat of a team versus guys like me and others on the station who cover the team. And yeah, we might go to press conferences. We might do this. Now we didn't have the opportunity. It's the one, the one big, it's not a regret, but the one big thing that I hated about this whole thing was, was the COVID stuff. Cause I didn't get a chance to do all that stuff and to, and to, to get to know some of these guys and develop those relationships, which are so important to covering a team, I believe. And um, it was great because when, when, when we would 
say things and you even did it on the air here and it was always good it was always about being being constructive and doing the best that we could for the listeners but you know when I, when I would say something and you say hey well no listen hey that's not how it works here let me explain to you and that was always really helpful because I, I not only did it help me as someone covering an NFL team on the radio but it also helped I think the listeners understand the differences between sometimes when those of us who cover the team or those of us who are fans of the team have an opinion and we might not have the information on how everything works. And I think educating people, I've, it, it sounds crazy because I know it's an entertainment business, but I've always tried to do that. I've always tried to, you know, before we were on Raider Nation Radio, I was always trying to, to educate Las Vegas listeners about the Raiders because they were about to get this team that they didn't maybe know much about. And so to me, it's the same with football, right? And that's why I love listening to your show with you and Lincoln is because you guys, I learned so much. I mean, Lincoln's a player and then you're this longtime journalist who's covered the league. And I think that's what separates the station and the shows on the station from so many others is we're not just going on with hot takes and, and burning bridges and yelling at people and saying this guy should be fired and that guy should be traded. We're actually trying to bring an honest and open discussion about the team and what's going on. Yeah, no doubt about it, and uh, it, and it is interesting, and and you know you do hear things, um, you know when when you're when you're somebody that covers a certain um, uh, uh, sport or team or, or or subject, whatever the case might be, you, you know there's there's things like I, I always cringe when when fans think that it, it's almost as if they think players, uh, athletes, or whoever get up on a soapbox and start, hey, come on over here to my locker or come over to the middle of the room, I got something to say right here, you know, and and mm-hmm. and as if that's the way it works when in reality we're uh, we're asking questions and they're giving you know uh, as honest uh, as answers as they could possibly come but they didn't start the story we started the story and they didn't start the that that dialogue we started that dialogue and there's a key it's 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 a key distinction to make because um, I think on the outside, it's always this perception that these players have all this to get off their chest, and they and and they <laughs> call you over, and they they you know uh, say what they're going to say, and, and that's that. When the reality is, most of the time, they're just reacting to our questions. Uh, yeah. And if you want honest uh, answers, then you should be open to the honesty that sometimes comes with it, and whatever might be said. Uh, and, and you know, athletes get criticized a lot for things that they say. Um, when, like I said, so many times it's us inducing that reaction by asking a particular question about a mm-hmm. certain subject and they are doing what, you know, whether they decline to answer or, or answer, you have to respect what the, opinion, what the, uh, what the answer is. But again, yeah, I don't know if I'm making this clear or not, or maybe I'm kind of going, you know, in a bunch of different directions, but this notion that, that you know, that they get up on a, a, a you know, on, on their chair and scream in the, to, to everyone that can hear, Hey, I got something to say, come over here. And that never happens. It's always the reverse. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah no. just little things like that, you know, and trying to, and you know, you mentioned not being able to get into the locker room. That's the thing that I miss most this year, uh, because mm-hmm. that's such a key part of our, of our of, of our jobs and what we do, it's getting to know these guys and 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 really understanding how they're saying something, the context that they're saying something in, uh, and keeping that correct perspective uh, in mind when we write our stories or get on the radio to talk about it. Because you can take things a million different ways, uh, but the way you have to always take it is the way it was intended to be said and the way it was expressed. Uh, to do anything uh, more than that or less than that is is really being unprofessional. No, I agree. And, and, and fans too, I think because there is a, a portion of, for example, the internet where, uh, there are websites that'll print anything and they'll, they'll, they'll go with like these salacious rumors when, when, when legitimate 
sources and legitimate reporters like yourself report things uh, and people, oh, it's just clickbait. It's like, well, no. I mean, when Russell Wilson names the Raiders as a spot he would go, doesn't mean there's going to be a trade. In fact, we all know that's not going to happen most likely. But at the same time, it's a story you have to report because it is news. And that's why we talked about it yesterday. I had a caller yesterday who was great, but he said, well, let's talk about the defense instead. I'm like, well, do you want to talk about the defense for two hours a day for five days a week? Like there's a lot right. to talk about with the defense, uh, but there's stories that break. And that was a big story yesterday. And so uh, I've always appreciated your professionalism and what you've been able to do. And I know Raider Nation does as well. And um, I'm looking forward to continue to listen to the show. And before we let you go, by the way, and I know you and I will meet up here in a couple of weeks, but um, before I let you go today, what do you got coming up at four o'clock? Well, um, you know, we're going to definitely continue to talk about, um, you know, what happened yesterday. And, and you brought up a good point. That was a newsworthy item. Russell Wilson literally said that the Raiders are one of the four teams that he would be willing there was, there, to be traded to. Uh, the only four teams <laughs> that he would be willing to be traded to. You have to write about that. I mean, there's, you know, and, and sometimes having to explain that to people on why, that no, it's not just clickbait. Uh, he, he brought up, it's Russell Wilson. It's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and he's saying that he would wouldn't mind playing for the Raiders. That's flat out what he said, uh, or what his agent indicated to the Seahawks, and then um, you know uh, uh, reported to to uh, Adam Schefter of, of ESPN. So in our in our world, me covering the team for the Las Vegas Review Journal, you having the radio show, me having the radio show, you have to address it. Otherwise, you're not doing your job, and then it becomes. Um, you know, and, and we're going to continue to talk about this. Does it make sense for the Raiders? What would the Raiders do in that situation? You can't not talk about it. And it's not just for click, clicks or anything like that. It's literally just doing your job. And I have to say this, and I'm going to talk about this in a little bit, and I'm going to be writing a story about it, um, you know, uh, probably next week. Uh, but there's players on the Raiders that aren't happy about you know, Russell Wilson doing what he did. Uh, they, mm-hmm. they feel like there was some disrespect uh, to Derek Carr uh, done in terms of publicly say, you know, you can make a case the Bears, it's common knowledge that the Bears need a better quarterback. They've been very uh, out front about that. They're look, they're on the lookout for, for, for a new quarterback. Let's be honest about that situation. Uh, the Saints are probably going to have to replace Drew Brees. Those two places make a lot of sense. But if you're Dak Prescott and you're uh, and you're Derek Carr, there was some disrespect done. Um, it, it's like me saying, "Hey, I don't want to get divorced, but if I do, uh, you know, <laughs> I want to get with uh, Beyonce. That's who my next. Sorry, Jay Z, but I got my eye on your on your situ- on your girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, of course. It's it's somewhere along those lines, and uh, I think there's a lot. There's players on the Raiders that are getting tired of it, uh, and they've got Derek's back, um, and you know they they're, 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 they 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 want to express that. So. Um, and 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 good for them. Uh, I think it's important uh, that some players speak up and say, "Hey, enough is enough. That's our quarterback. Agreed. That's who we believe in. That's who we're rolling with." There's other areas of this team that need to get better. That's not the issue. He's not the issue. Um, and so, you know, we'll be talking about uh, that and and just you know. Oh, everything that happened yesterday and how it applies to the future and um, you know where the Raiders' focus is and, and what their focus really should be. All right, there you go. Vinny Bonsignor coming up next in the huddle, 4 to 6 p.m. here. It would be great discussion. Make sure you don't miss it. Again, Vinny, thanks, man, and I'll see you, I'm sure, in a couple weeks. All right, take care, man, Uh, and you too. You know that. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, there you go. Vinny Bonsignor coming up next. We're going to take our final break. When we come back, we'll take a couple more phone calls. 702-365-9200 is the number. And then we'll close out our final show here on Raider Nation Radio. We appreciate you listening today. This is Silver and Black Today on Raider Nation Radio. From Stabler to Plunkett and Allen to Jacobs, we've got your Raiders covered on Silver and Black Today. Here's your host, Scott Colbranson. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Welcome back. Silver and Black Today. Uh, on Raider Nation Radio, I'm Scott Cobranson. As always, powered by our good friends Sam and Ash, the injury attorneys. Call them anytime, 702-820-1234, because you deserve what's right. Our last segment here of the last show. And so we are just kind of chatting, and uh, Damon Cotton is with me today. He is my producer and engineer back in the studio, but also my co-host today. Um, and it was interesting, you know, Damon, talking to Vinny there and talking to the fact that players, you know, players now are going to come out in support of Derek Carr. And I think that's, that's important because a lot of people like to point out, well, people say like Derek Carr, why don't his teammates speak up? So now his teammates, apparently Vinny's doing a story, they are going to speak up. Sounds like me. I'm not going to lie. It sounds like maybe it's a little damage control because there were some players that they were liking the little photoshopped images of Deshaun Watson in her in like in a Raider jersey. So I think it's just like it's like enough's enough. Like somebody's got to come out and defend this guy because and it's I don't like the gist of the story. I get it. People are saying that, but it's just like, oh, it's disrespectful to Derek Carr. Would what Russell Wilson did? No, it's not. Not not to me. Yeah. If he says that he wants to come, that that's his prerogative. It doesn't that doesn't mean it's going to happen. Yeah, I think Vinny's example of, you know, hey, okay, so you have, you know, I'm 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 not saying I'm going to get divorced, but if I was going to get divorced, you know, the next woman I want is this woman. And and I get his example there. I think it's a it's an interesting analogy, but I do also agree with you to the standpoint of, hey, listen, you know, he's his agent's just telling the team, listen, if you're going to trade him, um these are the only places he'd be willing to go. That doesn't mean he's actively trying to go there. I think that's the one difference. Uh, but certainly, you know, I see the point, though. It's like yeah, because okay, everyone so- that wants to go somewhere, they're trying. That means that they're coming after somebody's job. Even if someone says, I want to go to the Jets or I want to go to the Giants, that's mm-hmm. Sam Darnold or Daniel Jones looking like, oh, man, that's my job. Yeah, and I think that was Vinny's point, too, where it's like the Saints and the Bears, they don't have a quarterback per se. So so you don't have that. But James I think Winston it's also will not be disrespected. Right, but it's all, but it's also like <laughs> what we talked about earlier, right? Which is, is um, it's a business, and and so you know feelings can get hurt. You can feel disrespected, whatever it may be. I I don't know if Russell Wilson and Derek Carr even know each other, or even you know uh, I'm sure they don't hang out together. They're in much different circles. But but to me, you know, it, look, you know, if it, it gets competitive, and if he wants a job somewhere else, and he's willing to go to a different place, I guess he's not worried about the respect factor, right? Uh, whereas the Bears, you know, active Bear players are now recruiting Russell Wilson on Twitter. Like they're sending him notes publicly uh, telling him he should come uh, and saying, you need to see us and posting pictures of them with him in other places and uh, doing uniform swaps and all that kind of stuff. So the Bears are clearly the players, since they don't have a quarterback they can upset or throw under the bus, they're going out and saying it. So I understand that. I mean, makes sense, right? You don't have a quarterback. You Why not go try to get one of the best ones in the NFL? All right, we're going out on the phone lines. It is Tim. Tim, you're on with Scott and DeMond here on Silver and Black today. What's going on, Tim? 
Hey, Scott, uh, just wanted to um, wish you the best in your future endeavors, and uh, you have done an absolute great uh, job with this show. Uh, you treated everybody with respect is what I uh, admired the most. Even the uh, Joker, the uh, gangster Rada, always saying Derek Carr sucks, and you know what I'm saying, and Q, and uh, you've done a great job. I just wanted to uh, wish you the best. Well, Tim, I, I appreciate that, man. And that, that means a lot to me. And that's the thing, like I said about freedom of speech earlier, you know, um, I, I try to treat everybody with respect. Uh, and, and really, opinions like yours matter the most to me. Uh, opinions of other radio show hosts uh, on different channels or other people who write about the NFL, that didn't matter to me. I was not trying to be part of a club. I wasn't looking for friends. I really wanted to interact uh, and give the listeners a show that they could be part of that was entertaining and informative. And so, uh, um, your comments mean a lot to me, and I appreciate you. Well, thank you very much. All right, there you go, Tim. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Oh, that's good stuff. Um, that's the thing, man. You know, you <laughs> you try to, to me. It's always about the listener, right? It's always about the listener, and that's what we've always tried to to, to do here on Silver and Black today. And we'll always do that. And I, and I remind you, I know some of you just listen to the radio, but uh, check out our website, silverandblacktoday.com. We have some really talented writers, including Maurice Moten, Mo Moten, who you've heard here on the show. Uh, you hear Evan, he writes for us too. He's got his podcast, Just Pod Baby, which is another good podcast. It's a fan podcast, but he does it really professionally. And I, I really enjoy his style and the guests he gets on there, uh, as well as we will... We will move to the podcast platform. That's where we started. We'll do that once um, once I'm uh, recovered a little bit. We will um, get the podcast up and running and in the videos. I love doing the videos uh, as well. So so make sure you follow us on Twitter at Silver Black, the number two day. We have a YouTube channel. Follow us there. And wherever you get a podcast, just go subscribe and it'll update it for you automatically when you get there. All of our old shows are up there and our new stuff will be up there too. We're going to get a call in here. It is Alan. Alan, it is Silver and black today you're the last caller ever on raider nation radio here what's going on man oh man uh, well first I, I appreciate the opportunity scott uh it's not goodbye uh it's, i'll i'll catch you on, on your podcast i'll catch you on your twitter on the feed uh, i'm sure you'll be doing some pretty awesome stuff in the future well, I appreciate that, Alan. Thank you so much, man. Your uh, your support, your loyalty, and your kind words mean more than you ever know. And uh, again, it was all about you guys, and I appreciate that so much. You take care of yourself. Hey, I, I appreciate it. Uh, but uh, can I chime in real quick? Uh, with Russell yeah, Wilson of course. And Derek Carr? Um, yeah. Come uh, on, Alan. Oh, man, thank you. Um, <laughs> I see it more as a compliment to the, uh, to the players around Derek Carr, because Russell Wilson, I mean, uh, really, he can pick any team, any 30 30- – one team, right. like Tom Brady did, but I'm sure he sees Darren Waller, he sees Hunter Renfro, he sees Ruggs coming up, and he sees Josh Jacobs, and hey, I I could see myself being a part of that team, so I would see it as a compliment. I wouldn't be offended. Yeah, and I said that yesterday, too, and I said that about Derek Carr, too, and Alan, again, thanks for the call, man, and for listening, um, is that, you know, if I'm Derek Carr, the people that I've been rumored to be replaced with are Tom Brady and Russell Wilson, right? So 
it, it, to me, that's that's not a bad thing. I mean, yeah, I get it, though. If I was him, I'd be irritated um, and all of that. But anyway, so listen, guys, listen, I want to thank everybody. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at LV Gully. Follow the channel on YouTube. Subscribe to our podcast so you can keep up with me. We'll start doing shows here in a couple weeks. Uh, and I want to thank everybody as we go out to some Van Halen. Happy trails. Until we meet again, everybody, thank you so much for your support. Love you all. Take care. Thanks to Demond. And thanks to everybody at Lotus and Raider Nation Radio. Take care, everyone. Who cares about the clouds when we're together? Just sing a song and think about sunny Happy trails to you. Till we meet.